Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, entertainment reporter, and the host of this podcast, Rave It Up, celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. If this is the first time you're listening, go check out our show's trailer on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to learn more about us. And make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast. We are under Rave It Up TV on Instagram, Rave It Up Show on Facebook, and our website is raveituptv.com. Now today on the show, we have singer Nathan Foley back for the third time. You may remember him back in the day in High Five, but if you've also checked out our previous interviews, or if you're a fan of his, you would know that he's been pursuing his own solo career for quite some time now. And he's just released an album called Hurricane. Go check it out now if you haven't already. It is an amazing collection of songs about love and loss. There's songs on there to inspire and help those in need. And also songs just to rock out to on the dance floor. Today we have a talk to him about some of the songs off that album in detail, as well as his single, Strut, a sexual empowerment song about being your authentic self. There's so much to cover today, so let's get into it now. Before we get into today's interview, we would like to give a shout out to our Patreons, Irene, Bev and Michael. If you haven't heard of Patreon before, it is a great way to support us and keep us running and improving. You pick a membership tier that suits you and your budget per month, and in return for supporting us, we'll give you behind the scenes content and free stuff. You don't have to give much either. You can be a part of our Patreons for as little as $4 a month. Just visit patreon.com forward slash rave it up. You can even donate through PayPal if you don't trust other sites. You can do so just through our email, raveituptv at gmail.com. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us. We appreciate anything you can do to support us. Now, let's get into this interview. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Rave it up. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Savani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Irish. Hi, this is Arthur Butcher. It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. It's Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. We're raving It Up. Rave It oh, Up. Fun. Hashtag Lauren Rave It Up. Sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. We're raving it up. Nathan, welcome back to Rave It Up. It is a pleasure to have you on the show again. How are you going I know, today? I know, I know. It feels like it was yesterday, but it's been like, what, a couple of years now? Well, I had a little look. It was only last year, believe it or not. Oh, was it? Then, oh, wow. The time go. before that was 2020. So we've done 2020, 2021, and now 2022. We're oh, just going to do every single year, right? <laughs> Why not? You know, it's good to catch up, you know, exactly. see what's going down in, 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 in life, you know. A lot can <laughs> happen in the life of Nathan Foley, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, yes. Even this morning with the, with your with your whole family. <laughs> it's like, yes, oh, gotta, yes. Gotta clean, gotta up clean up before the... Uh, yeah, clean up the room a little bit. So hopefully nah, nothing. It looks good. Yeah, okay. All right. Good. 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 Looks good. Yeah. <laughs> just just stay in the frame. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, but All congratulations right. on your new album, Hurricane. Everyone, go check it out now. You can stream it. Check it out on YouTube. Everything like that. You did hold your album launch at the Vanguard in September. Mm. I am so sorry I wasn't there. I I didn't even know about it till after it happened. Terrible Otherwise, behavior. You know, you know, I'd be there to support you. Otherwise, <laughs> I know, I know. That's okay. You got, you got next time. Yeah, Wait exactly. Now. Next album, you're gonna let me know, all right? Yeah. <laughs> How did the night all go for you? Is it everything you actually wanted and anticipated? Uh, 
Yeah, it was great. I mean, it was just, it was just, I mean, I've been doing this for so long now, but it's been a long, 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 long time that I've actually gone out there with a band and, and performed my own music. So it's a very different sort of feel when you're doing cover songs of someone else um, as opposed to doing your own original music because it's that obviously, um, I, w- I wouldn't say I was nervous, but it was just obviously a little bit of that fear factor going, mm, are they going to appreciate these songs? They've never heard them before. Um, are they going to love them? Are going to dance along with them? And they all did. They were, uh, after like second, third chorus, they were singing along and Aww. dancing, and it was it was really really warm reception. It was a, I mean, it was people there that I knew obviously, but there was a lot of people that I didn't know as well. So it was great to see them up and about and, and enjoying the, enjoying the songs. And the band was rocking, and um, yeah, it was a really really great night. I'm sure there's that added pressure, as you just said. They're brand new songs, but you really get to figure out whether people like them before they go out to the public, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, live has is, uh, is, is always been my forte. It's been the thing that I that I love the most, that instant um, uh, energy from the crowd and um, you know, that seeing their faces in the audience dancing or singing along. I mean, obviously, being in the studio recording is a different thing. You're, sing- you're singing your songs and you're by yourself. You're like, oh, these going okay. You just don't know until you get that... Um, <laughs> that instant gratification back from an audience. Yeah, because, you know, you got a bit of a biased opinion, don't you? Like, I love this, this is my baby, but yeah. does everyone else like it? Exactly, because, you know, obviously I've been sitting on the album for, well, most of it for two years now because everything was sort of, we were locked down. We were held back from releasing the album and I changed the album anyway. I rewrote 80 90% of the album because um, I got bored with it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you know, things, you know, as a writer, as a songwriter, you're consistently coming up with new ideas and changing things all the time. So what I wrote about two years ago was obviously like, oh, yeah, that's so two years ago now. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to, you know, I had new experiences. I had new uh, um, influences in my life. So I just went, you know what? No, I'm going to rewrite this. And and I'm, I'm happy I did. But, yeah, you do. You sit on a song for so long, you get so used to it. But um, seeing the reaction of someone hearing it for the first time is a totally different ball game. So that's, I guess that in answer to your question, yeah, the night went great, but it was that, that little bit of fear going, are they going to dig this? Is it going to be something, you know, that they're going to like, but yeah, it all went really well. You find it a bit of a blessing then that the album did get pushed back because you could rewrite a lot of stuff. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm always, I've always believed that things happen for a reason. I don't know what those reasons are, but I, you know, I've, I've always believed, you know, things are supposed to be where they're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if I, I mean, not that the last album would have been terrible, but it just would have been a very different kind of path or different vision, different songs. Um, but this one's turned out really energetic. It's, um, it's, it's, like I was talking to someone the other day that said, so how do you explain your album? I said, well, you really can't. Like it's, it's got pop, it's got rock, it's got soul, it's got ballad, it's got, it's got everything on there. Cause I, you know, obviously my influence is I was looking back at the, the albums like um, Prince, you know, do his Purple Rain and, and Thriller Michael Jackson and, um, and some great rock albums as well. Like, you know, um, In Excess's Kick, you know, they've all, there was all like different sort of um, feel through the album. It wasn't all the same style, the same sound, the same everything. I wanted to have each song so individual that it would appeal to a larger genre of people. So someone that's like 15 years of age can go, oh, I love that song. Or someone that's at 80 years old can go, oh, I love that song. You know what I mean? So yeah. I didn't want to sort of discriminate in the way that I did want to keep it very narrow minded and, um, with, with feels i wanted to appeal to a large mass of different age groups oh that's something i love about it too you know it's a collection of love and loss and there's stuff to inspire help those in need as well as songs to go out on the dance floor and just rock out right <laughs> yeah absolutely that's what it's all and that's what I, that's that's what i was trying to achieve and, and, I, mm. and I think i really did achieve it greg haver um uh, my producer of the album he really listened and i said look i don't 
I don't want to follow trends. I want to, you know, I want to get a, a whole plethora of melting pot of different music and put it together and, and come up with who I am. You know, I don't, you know, I'm not Harry Styles, you know, I'm not, I'm not Beyonce, you know, I don't want to yes. go out there and do Beyonce or do well. <laughs> yeah. Well not, you know, you know what I mean? It's not like I don't want to follow Harry Styles style. I yeah. don't want to follow Beyonce, what she's doing in her production. I wanted to go back and go, well, this is, you know, I love live music. I love to hear a live drum kit. I love to hear live guitar. Um, you know, I want to hear that rock thing, but also have that pop essence as well with some of the synths and some of the programming as well. So something that's, uh, very mixed up. I'm very passionate about Lonzy you know, so I want to make sure that everything's Absolutely. in there that I love. So it's like I love about you. You've got that passion for music and you can't wait to talk about it. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Savani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bully or depression. It is available worldwide as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook version. Go to raveituptv.com to buy your copy now. Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. The last time we spoke was just after your song Hurricane came out and also yes. She-Devil. So do you just love Hurricane so much and that's why you decided to name the album Hurricane? I think the song at the time was very relevant, but I think it became even more relevant after lockdown and everything came came about and we all went back to normality because um, total, honestly, total transparency, I was lost. You know, I was still lost that last couple of years being stopped doing what I do, you know, being mm-hmm. on stage. I've been doing this for 32 years now. So to be told that you cannot do what you do, you can't be on stage, you cannot sing, you cannot dance, you can't do this. And then coming back into it again, it was just like, oh, damn, you know, um, what, how, how do we do this again? What, there's, there's gigs coming up, there's all this thing. So I was so protected by my family being in this, you know, little bubble. And I guess I can speak on behalf of all of a lot of the musicians and, and entertainers out there. We're in this little bubble where we had to go off and, and do other stuff to, to make ends meet and get out to just, you know, just to. Uh, you know wake up each day and 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 then try and move forward mm-hmm. yeah so it was kind of one of those things so it was mentally draining like i you know there was i had good and bad days so sometimes i was happy sometimes i felt like absolute crap um and i you know and by the end of it i was still trying to find my way even now like you know everything's fantastic the album's out everything's going you know fantastically but they're still going geez how long is this going to last for yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you just, we just, there's no guarantees anymore in this world. So in a way I thought, you know what, Hurricane is very relevant today. Like I want, I want a song to be out there and it helps me, even though I wrote the bloody song, I was, I listened to it and go, yeah, okay, cool. I got to, I need to be my own Hurricane. I need to get out there and I need to push forward. I need, I need to not give up. I need to never stop. Um, this is what I do. This is what I love. And I want people out there, whatever, form of work they do whether it be sport or if they work in an office you know what i mean i need them to know that they are special and they they can wake up in the morning and feel should be feel good about themselves and move forward in their life no matter what um 
hurdles that they all have to face. Mm. And it's a strong word to put as the name of the album, right? Absolutely. It's, it speaks yeah. for everything. And, and each every song, I mean, there's other songs on there too that um, touch on the, my whole mental health thing. Um, but most of most of them are just rock out, pop out, and have a bit of a boogie. But um, which we need to. <laughs> yeah, we do, we do. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's 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 what that's the reason why I kept Hurricane on the album because it's still such a special song and so relevant today. Absolutely. Do you have a favorite song off the album, or is that a bit of a hard question? <laughs> it's like asking someone who's your favorite child. And probably exactly. a lot of parents would answer that. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure um, you like have you know maybe one favorite you love to perform live to. You have another one that you just loved recording in the studio. You know, they're all so different. I guess it depends on my mood. Like, yeah. um, like Lemonade's a pretty cool song. It's a whole remnant of the old. Uh, off the wall Michael Jackson kind of feel with it's got live horn section yeah, and, yeah. Um, but then you know I've got uh, then I've got a song called Fighter which is a massive sports anthem you know it's like uh, a kind of remnant of the old eye of the tiger kind of survivor kind of feel so it's it's a big chanting song a big you know a big football song so that's pretty cool um, on my launch I had a, had everyone singing that along um, you know Vada, and going, whoa everyone was singing along to the song I was like yeah it's just, it's just got a lot of energy um feel the fire is another favorite of mine I guess I love that's one of the last ones on the album um, it's kind of got a gospel rock feel through it it's got like a gospel choir towards the end of it but that's um that's another song you know touching on mental health um about you know just people just staying at home and just living in their own little shell and not going out and seeing the world so yeah i, I mean it's just it's all about you know i have my babies yeah i, lo- I love i have do love them all. few favorites then <laughs> oh, it changes every day it really does it's like oh yeah cool I'm, I'm digging this song today but and then again i just don't listen to it sometimes like oh i'll give it a break i'll listen to it later like, yeah yeah cool and then someone says oh I love this song in there. They love Midnight, um, which is another song in there. And I said, that's a really dark, dark song. That's like really dark. But um, I said, cool, you know, that help people get through things as well. But you said something yeah. for everybody. That's what I tried to achieve. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, I, you. I, hopefully it's uh, hopefully people love it. But uh, yeah, there is one on there as well called First Last Kiss. Why did you decide to use that phrase instead of last first kiss like a lot of other people do use? Because it kind of means the same. Yeah. I just want to be different. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I just I just sounded nicer. It's like, it's like to tell me something romantic. It's a last first kiss or first last kiss sounded a bit more romantic. <laughs> so just a nicer title. I wanted to say first instead of last. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I wanted to write a, a song that people could perform at their weddings or play at their weddings or anything like that. So um, I didn't want it to be all um, disastrous and, and oh. downtrodden with lyrically. So I thought, you know, I wanted to write a, write a couple of songs on there as well that, you know, cause there's people out there that are in love um or finding new love and that's the exciting part you know exciting journey to take as well finding new love so first last kiss is meeting that ideal person and going you know what this is the last person that i want to kiss for the rest of my life absolutely oh so cute (laughs) i'm sure your wife was a bit of inspiration for that or whole inspiration (laughs) yeah geez i've had some doozies in my life but yeah she's she's definitely the song she's the winner (laughs) yeah sometimes they'll be the last last kiss with that person yeah that's not gonna happen yes. again um but yeah definitely for wifey yeah absolutely yeah well you said you um you say 80 percent of the album you did write what songs did you write solely yourself or were they all i i, I wrote everything 
Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I love when people do that. 100%. Uh, and it's not, I, I do love a good, you know, a good collaboration um, writing with people, but I think lockdown forced me just to do it on my own. And that's, and that's pretty much what I've done anyway. I've been writing songs since I was 10 years of age. Um, so I, I, I was quite happy and content. I love to do it in my own time and, um, I love to listen to other people's views. So I'm not, I'm not narcissistic or anything. I'm just wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted to sit down and, and write an album that was all completely from me and, and what I felt. And, and, um, and that's how it all came about, but yeah, definitely 100% all written by myself. I think I wrote about 50 or 60 tracks and then just cut it down to, uh, 15, which got it cut down to 13 for the album. So, wow. I don't know how you do that. Cause you'd be just like, no, I, I want to put them all in. <laughs> oh, trust me. I did. I said, can we do like a triple album? And like yeah. record, my record label and Tiffany's records are like, no. Like, just, a deluxe just, album. Yeah, yeah. 13, 13 tracks. That'll do. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I want to put them all in, but it's on my babies. It's just like leaving your, leaving your child at the hospital after birth. You know, you yeah. just, it's a hard thing to do. Mm. Well, do you think done the that. others but, will uh, be released as like say future albums or other singles you never know or, you know maybe an additional um, additional addition to this album you never know but uh, mm. i've got another single coming out so um, next month i think so which i can't tell you about yet but um that's right i know exactly exactly <laughs> but um yeah, no, it was a difficult decision to cut them all down, but you know, because obviously you, you you grow attached to the songs that you write um, as a songwriter. You go, oh yeah, cool, I really want to say this, but then oh, but I want to say that as well and say this as well, and yeah, yeah but you have to be realistic. You can't have a triple album like I wanted to. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I think it would be a bit daunting for the fans. Like, oh my god, where do I? Oh start? yeah, yeah, songs? exactly. I've known a couple of musicians, like uh, there's a guy that um, this big American. Um, guitarist singer Richie Kotzen he's, he's he's incredible he just turned 50 a couple of years ago and he released an album called 50 with 50 tracks on it I'm like, damn I said take it off to this guy he's a genius so he's an absolute absolute legend but it's like great album I thought I'm gonna hate all some songs on this there's gonna be some filler tracks but every single track on there was just phenomenal so I think that's what gave me the idea right 50 or 60 tracks but yeah no I didn't get them to uh, be on the album. Tracks. That, I don't know. I feel like that's too many, but. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm not, 50, the... I'm, not, I'm not even 50, so I'm not even there yet. So On your 50th, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got time right, to but... write them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I did want to talk about Fighter a little bit more um, because I wanted to know, did you, what did you channel in yourself to get that song out? Because, you know, it's really about fighting through tough times. And I'm sure in this sort of industry, you've definitely fought yourself through some hard times. And even we've talked about in previous interviews, kind of rebranding yourself from the high five days, things like that. Where did this all come from in you? <laughs> you know, it's been, it has been bloody difficult like people are t some terrible people out there really terrible people especially um sometimes um and i'm not talking about all people like i've i've I, you know about 95 no 99 of people are very supportive of what i do um but there's that one percent where you just want to give them a good old backhand you know yeah I mean? there's a lot of tro there's a lot of trolls out there that they feel comfortable in the comfort of their own little home behind their own little computer or phone and they just write nasty crap about people and celebrities and people that are trying to make something of their lives, people that are trying to go forward in their lives, which is totally against the whole mental health thing. These people are so bad, so evil, that they just put people down for no reason just to make themselves feel, you know, great and feel popular, I guess. It makes mm -hmm. them feel good by putting others down. So 
I guess in a way, fighter has had a lot of different kind of meanings to me. Um, fighter in general is about getting out there and just moving forward because I have, I have been through a lot. Um, I have been very typecast in Australia for uh, my music. But the funny thing is about that is that these are people that have never seen me do my thing. They just have an initial thing. Oh, Nathan's releasing an album. Oh, is it kid stuff? Is it this? Is it mm. that? Oh, and and they don't even they haven't even heard the album. They haven't even heard the song. So it's it's quite interesting how people can make judgment and make um, comments on things that they don't have any knowledge of. So I've I've sort of made that a lesson in my life. I you know even if people if someone comes up to me and says, oh, watch out for that person. That person's not very nice. And I said, well, I'll. I'll take that as a first-hand information. I'll go over there and I'll meet this person and I'll judge mm-hmm. that for myself. I've never taken third-hand information. I've never made judgment on anybody or, or put anyone down, especially online, for God's sake. I think it's really weak. So, yeah, I call them trolls and fighter is about fighting through adversity and getting through and just doing your thing. Be proud of who you are. Be proud of the skin you're in. Be proud to have ambition. Be proud to have, you know, um passion driving your life um i have no time for these people and i'm quite happy to say it to their face not behind a tele not behind a computer or, or a phone so fight is about getting out there and doing your thing don't be afraid to make something of your life and if people try and bring you down just give them a backhand mm. metaphorically metaphorically <laughs> don't go out and slap people please yeah, you know yeah no don't do that yeah that'll be that'll be quite it quite terrible you'd end up in jail and you'd be the bad person but um, yeah but, but good on you for releasing slap, so, you know. yeah. <laughs> send them the slap emoji <laughs> yes <laughs> no good on you for releasing a song like that and you know really thank you for sharing your story too i know it's sometimes for some people it's very difficult to do that but you as we said yeah. you've got some awesome tracks on there to inspire and fight through and things like that and another one is also your song strut which I am absolutely loving. You know, I did not think you could do better than She Devil, but it, you just keep surprising me with your music. It's incredible. <laughs> oh, thank you, darling. Yeah, that's uh, it's, it's been a, it's been a, a love and it's been a shock song that one because uh, obviously the, the, the music videos on YouTube. I think it's children over two hundred fifty thousand views now. But there's people watching them and going, "Oh my god!" Like this, and the people that haven't seen my stuff and have seen that for the first time, they go, "This is different from High Five. I said, "Yeah." <laughs> You think but you have grown? Like, yeah, exactly. You know, I'm 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 a, I'm a man, baby. It's like you know, yeah. you, you know, it, it's good to feel sexual and feel good and feel good in your skin, and that's what that song was all about. You know, the same thing, just feeling good in your skin. Um, same thing, like people uh, can be body shamed um, a lot, um, but it doesn't matter what size you are. It doesn't matter you know what you look like, what what where you come from. If you want to go out there and strut your stuff, bloody well do it. Yeah, thing, you got baby. it, flaunt it, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So Celebration yeah, very, uh, of sexual empowerment, I love it. And being like oh, our yeah. authentic selves, as you've That's put right. online about the song. I love it. What brought this song on for you? Why did you feel like you needed to release a song about body positivity? I, I love it, and it's something I think that needs to be even done more in music, especially with how, you know, when going back to the mental health things, a lot of mm. people are struggling with that. Yeah, um, I guess, you know, there's uh, same thing. If you look back at the 80s, um, even the 90s, like there were songs out there that were very sexual, very out there. Um, obviously, I wouldn't have gone down the line of writing a song that was demeaning to anybody. I didn't want to, that wasn't my intention at all, but it is a very sexy song lyrically. 
And um, I wanted to write a song that, you know, have people comfortable about their sexuality, get out there and do their thing. Um, you know, Prince, for God's sake, he's he's a plethora of sexual songs and music. It was like, oh, yeah, that's Prince. Prince can do it because that's Prince. It's like, but if someone else releases something like that, they're either classes either sleazy or if a girl releases a song, oh, that's just trashy. You know what I mean? It's just like, mm. hell no. Risky. Let's release a song out there. Let's, yeah, exactly. Let's get it out there. It's very, to me, it's a very subtle song. Like, this, you know, I did not show any nipple. You know, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah get out there and, and, and be sexy you know it's a sexy song it's a sexy rock pop song and um yeah i just i i feel very comfortable um doing that you know and people go oh you're getting older you know but it's like who says there's an age limit on people feeling sexy yeah, yeah. absolutely but, so this was you think more for your fans do you think it was for you yeah you it's, it's a bit of a bit of both like yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I think, um, and I'll share this with you talking about the trolls and stuff like that. It was, I think someone wrote on some social media thing when the video was up, um, they said, um, I think it was like, I can't, I won't word it for word, but it was just like a man of his age should not be uh, swiveling his hips the way he does, dancing the way he does. It was a comment made about myself. I'm like, how old do you think I am? And how old do you think you have to stop before you stop dancing or feeling yes. sexy in yourself? It's like, you know, but there's like, there's rules for some and then there's rules for others. It's like, and it's like, well, Jennifer Lopez went out and did the Super Bowl and she's like yeah. way, way older than me. And she's swiveling sexy hips and going, and I thought, damn girl, go for it. You know, get yeah. out there and do your thing. Look at Madonna. Not many people say bad stuff about her and she's exactly. getting on with age. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, so I look at that comment, ah, troll, just another <laughs> one. So. <laughs> hey, if as you said, if you feel great in yourself, just go out there. And yeah, you're still good looking, yeah, Nathan. Anything. You're still got oh. a good body. Oh, I'm not saying sorry, that in a creepy you. way, but go, no. go flaunt it. Oh Lord, that's so that's so creepy. I'm gonna write it. <laughs> Take the compliments, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, if you if you feel good, I mean even if I even if I was like massive and, and you know, ate a few pizzas too many sometimes, it's like if I want to go out there and dance and strut my stuff and have a bit of fat jumping up and down. I'm going to damn well do it. You know yeah, what I mean? Feel good. Uh, be yourself. sexy. If you feel sexy, go out there and you be sexy. Absolutely. I <laughs> love, I love this song before that exact reason. Everybody should just, no matter what size you are, as you said, where you're from, anything like that, just go yeah. out there and feel good in yourself. We're all yeah, made exactly. unique for a reason, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Everyone should go check out the music video too on YouTube. As you said, so many views now. Congratulations. Thank you. I, right at the beginning of the song, you're doing like this strut down the camera and the camera's following you. Was that a bit weird first up or did you uh, kind of just embrace it? <laughs> no, we had, um, had a great film crew and the cameras I used were just incredible. I think they used it on the show Ozark as well. These cameras were just insane. But I had we had a massive crew there and, and camera Be cameraman Bevan he was just incredible so they were just throwing ideas at me and throwing stuff I'm like, yeah cool I just I was just there to concentrate on making sure that the song was fine and 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 you know that was the message was getting across but they they had everything packed down ready to go they said okay we're gonna pretty much make a catwalk diversity we had a, I had a, a different cast members with me as well dancers who were from all walks of life different sizes different um, nationalities different you know it was just it was just incredible and you know out there strutting our stuff you know putting out the message that I was just explaining to so yeah we thought you know we're created as a catwalk that's a catwalk of life strutting yourself down there this is life we're strutting out and we're getting through it and this is the way we're going to do the song and yeah I was really happy with it but yeah I didn't know what it was going to look like until after it was edited so 
Uh, but when it came back, I'm like, damn, okay, yep, cool. I know what they're trying to achieve now. Damn, so, I look good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't think that. I was like, damn, it was a good lighting. Uh, good, good lighting. Good, yep. good, good camera angle. Yeah, yeah, you really <laughs> made things look better there. So it's good. <laughs> it's all about being confident in your own skin and just, you know, even if you Absolutely. didn't fake it till you make it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And even with the lighting as well, there's some cool colors. Was that just a white background and then the colors were being changed by the lights or did you have a different background? All it time? was all live, like as they shot it. Like there That's was incredible. a guy that was changing the lights as it went. So he was, yeah, he was insanely good as well. So yeah, it was not putting post or anything, but it was, um, yeah, the way that he did it was incredible. So everyone on the team was just really beautiful as well. Really great. Um, they're all there for the same reason. They wanted to, to, to wanted it to look amazing, and um, they went way and beyond to make sure that they did. Yeah, and fantastic dancers too, as you mentioned. Five of them, yeah. all different nationalities, and you had some really cool dance moves. Did you choreograph that yourself? No, 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 no. It was uh, it was um, choreographed by a guy called Neil. He um, he's just incredible. He's worked with Guy Sebastian and um, and uh, yeah, Neil Whitaker. He's just. Oh, the nicest bloke you'll ever meet, and um, we got all got along great as well because he's got a, a two year old son as well. So we're just talking. Oh, it's like we're talking about, yeah, we'll do the choreo. Make sure we do sharp here and do the room. How's your son? Oh my god, yeah, he threw stuff down the stairs today. Like, oh, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> it was just one of those things. We had this fantastic, uh, fantastic connection, um, myself and Neil, and um, yeah, he's 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 just way and beyond such a nice guy, but just an, an incredible choreographer and director. Absolutely. And you even did the, the TikTok video, two of the dance moves. I love it. Good on you. Yeah. You got to keep it up, right? You got to keep the dancing yeah. and then you'll, you'll be like the 90 year old still dancing. I hope because you got some well, good moves. If I'm, if I'm still alive. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, keep healthy, <laughs> right? You just keep going. Yeah, I'll try. Yeah. Oh, I have my splurges. I remember going to oh, don't we all? vegetables all my life, you know, like a, still need to enjoy life. Or, you know, everyone likes chocolate, yeah? I mean, come on. Oh, yeah, definitely <laughs> me. I love chocolate. Ice cream. Unless oh, you're lactose yum. intolerant. But then you can, there's, there's, there's things for that now. You can go and buy lactose-free stuff. So, yeah. you know, we're, we're all out there. We can all have some chocolate. It's fine. Yeah. Well, if you ever need, like, sexy Latin dancers in the future, all right, let me know. I'm happy to help because I'm a Latin dancer myself. Oh, really? <laughs> Just in case you didn't know that. I did not know that about you. Good on there you. There you go. So if you ever need yeah. some salsa or sexy bachata or something, let me know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we'll do those. I wanted to ask you, too, with that lyric in that in your song, um, you know, check that sexy ass because uh, it's coming home with me. I love that. Was that first written about your wife? <laughs> No, it was actually it was just a generalization. It was just because um, originally I wanted to write a sexy song, but then it, you know, meaning came to came to it. So it's just like giving same thing, giving that individual confidence, you know. And mm. and, and, and funnily enough, it, it comes across. It sounds like very sexual, like a one night stand kind of feel. But that's not how I intended to write it. Like no, that. it's just like you know, shake that sexy ass because coming home with me. So it's like you're good enough to come back. You know, let's come back to my place and have a party. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was never about a one night stand, even though I sort of screams that but yeah definitely not but it's and if you feel um, sexy a, i guess you get to take your own sexy ass home in a weird way <laughs> yeah exactly 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 you read so it like that getting, too getting back get everyone there get everyone differently getting back to that house and having a party that's what it's all about mm. and i love on your uh was it your twitter you wrote in your bio it's time to live your best hashtag strut life let's let's get that trending yeah. guys hashtag strut yeah exactly life. strut life <laughs> Have you always wanted to learn how to dance? Always say you're going to do it, maybe even make it a New Year's resolution. 
but never do? Well, this is your time! Hills Latin Dancing teaches salsa, bachata, and merengue classes for all ages and fitness levels. No partner or previous dance experience is required. If you don't live in Sydney, that is okay too. We teach private lessons over Zoom for only $50. We also offer wedding dances and also a seated dance class for the elderly and those with mobility challenges. Come join us for some fun. Visit our website, hillslatindancing.com.au for more information and to book your class now. This show is brought to you by Vegas Nights, specializing in all of your party needs. They have photo booths, poker tables, and decorations for heaps of different party themes. Visit their website now at vegasnights.com.au or give them a call on 1300 135 394. Vegas Nights, you can't lose. Well, as many might know as well, you are a father now, as you've mentioned a couple of times. So how did you have time writing this whole album while having a family? Because you said it got kind of pushed back a little bit. And what, your son is, what, only two or three now? Uh, he'll be th- three in December. Three so in was December, that kind of, yeah. did you start writing just, uh, you know, when he was still a baby? Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, that was the easy time. Now he's in the terrible twos. It's kind of like he's, he's, he's jumping all over us and everywhere now. So it's probably a little bit harder to write these days. But um, yeah, but no, he was fine. Like he was he was sort of that in that age group where it was just like he wandered out now and again, but he wasn't really interested. He just wanted to watch his cartoons and, and, and sleep most of the time. But now he's, yeah, he's he's got energy that, to burn. And I think I'm getting paid back for being a hyperactive two-year-old, three-year-old that my parents told me as well. So, yeah, we um, <laughs> yeah. we look very similar to each other. There's this photo of, I took of him when I was two, when he was two and not when I, when I was two, and we look like we look like twins. I'm like, oh, my God, he's, like, he's going to cause terror. Like, there was apparently my parents told me that they, a lot of their friends said, oh, uh, not to bring Nathan around to the house because I think I used to draw on people's walls and their lounges and just run amok. So... Yeah, so I'm getting paid back for that. I mean, he's not a terrible kid. He's just he's just doing his thing. He's just terrible too. He's just way too much energy. Lots of energy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think you're being an incredible role model for him. Not only for you know being a role model of chasing your dreams and never giving up, but also being confident in yourself, right? So when he's older and he can't, you know, maybe listens to this album, what do you hope he learns from it and gets out of it? Um, I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's there's all different messages in there. I, I want him to live his life to the fullest. Uh, I want him to experience things. I don't want him to stay in the same spot. I wanted him to travel and travel the world and meet new people. Um, but all in all, be a good person. Have a good attitude about life. You know, I, I've always believed that you should respect anybody and everybody. Um, obviously, if they don't respect you, stay away from them. Mm. You know, because negative energy can bring you down. Um, but I, you know, I. I, I want to teach him from now. I want to be a good dad. You know, it's, it's very important to me. I don't think you should bring any child into this world unless you have the time to be there um, physically and emotionally for your children. Talk to them, guide them. Um, you know, there's, there's, I've, I've seen parents out there that just have children for the sake of having children and they just, they just don't look after them. They don't raise them correctly. Um, that just let them pretty much raise themselves. And, and these are the children that turn out the worst. You know what mm. I mean? So um, I think it's good to be there for your child. Let them know that they're loved, um, that they're listened to. Um, and and make sure that you bring discipline into your household. Yeah. doesn't mean you give them that old slap hand, backhand thing. I'll sound it <laughs> up. But, you know, just discipline them, you know. Just 
um, give them their boundaries so they know because you know that's what society is all about we do have boundaries we do have rules so um not to the point of ridiculousness obviously um in the household but you know just let them know that you know when they when they're good they're good when they're bad they have to be told they're bad but just be present always be present yeah. in a child's life but yeah to answer to your question yeah i hope he listens to the album and goes okay i hope he doesn't go oh damn this is like really old dad <laughs> but it was just like, well music it. does oh come my back god. it's like oh my god you wrote this about mum, didn't you oh no dad uh, no, yuck. Like, no, no. <laughs> but um yeah with the other songs hopefully other stuff he gets out of it yeah i want him to be a good man that's you know that's that's what it comes down to and um you know, because I've got friends of all ages, you know, I've never limited myself to having friends around just my age group. I've got friends that are from teenagers, right? So, you know, my neighbor's nearly hitting nearly mid-90s now and she's a really yeah. great friend of mine. So, you know, I'm, and you learn from people. It's fun listening. Mm. You know, it doesn't matter what age they are, you learn from people and that will always improve your life and your attitude on life and, and uh, put you in the right direction. Absolutely. So what type of parent are you? Are you kind of a bit of both, like the fun dad and the disciplinarian? <laughs> yeah, a bit of both, like uh, mostly fun. You know, I want him to have a you know, fun time. You know, that's what it's all about. You know, I don't want him to feel ever, ever scared or threatened if I, you know, if he's, if he's naughty or anything like that. But yeah, definitely. I mean, as I said, everyone, uh, children don't know their limits. They're just like, wow, they're out there. They're doing stuff. They're, they're throwing things. So you got to let them know that's not right, mate. Because if you go to this person's place, they're not going to appreciate it as much. And once yeah. they start going to school, they do something wrong. It's not going to be tolerated as much as, you know, what a parent will tolerate. So you just have to be, uh, you've got to be a fun dad and get him out there and enjoy life. But also uh, give him a little bit of discipline as well. Yeah, I love that. It's a good, good balance, isn't it? You gotta have a yeah. Yeah. It is all about balance, absolutely. Instead of it being like you're the fun dad and then your wife's the disciplinarian, like you gotta have a bit oh, of both. Yeah. Both of no, you. we uh, we definitely share it. In this day and age, we're surrounded by technology and electricity all the time, like our phones and laptops, phone and radio towers, Wi-Fi, electric power lines, and the appliances in our home. Do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them? When I found Orgone Effects though and bought their products, I immediately noticed a difference. I started sleeping better and was even calmer and not always high in adrenaline. Orgone Effects has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralize the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. Go check out their website, orgoneffectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E effectsaustralia.com.au. And type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout. Looking for the most comfortable and fashionable gym clothes around? Introducing Gym XO. They are an eco-friendly brand from the UK. Gymwear made from recycled materials. Pick from some really cute gym sets, tops, bottoms, and there are even options for curvy women. Get 30% off today with free shipping by using our discount code RAVEITUP30 at checkout. Go to gymxo.co.uk today. That is gymexo.co.uk.
Well, while I have you on as well today, I wanted to kind of go back and talk about your childhood before High Five because I don't think I actually uh, talked to you about this particular bit because I had a little bit of back back read of your biography and I was like wow I think we did talk about you started singing at 10 but also when you when you were performing in you know uh, bands and clubs in Sydney that you also were doing like a lot of jazz and soul and R&B and things you know and pop and rock but I want to know now that you're you know getting into your really your own solo career and loving it is there anything in the pipeline for a bit more you know jazz and soul as well Oh yeah, I, I, obviously I do my own um, uh, original tours. We coming up in April, but obviously I'm doing cover gigs as well. You know, we all as musicians, we all have to do that unless you like, you know, Ed Sheeran. But you know, we all have to get out there and work. Obviously, so it's just one of those things. And um, I, um, yeah, I mean, I started my solo career when I was ten, um, and I never gave up on it. You know, I still do my gigs. I still do my rock and pop and soul and jazz gigs now and again. You know, because it's fun. You know, it's, yes. it's not it's not all about just my originals for me. You know, I like to sing other people's songs as well. And and uh, same thing, cater to the masses and, and do what I do. But yeah, um, obviously there's, there's there's things coming up in the pipeline. I'll be doing cover gigs, and uh, but my management at the moment is just focusing on my original work and my album, and and hopefully. Uh, getting out to the world April, May next year. That's when they're looking at, um, at at doing the tour. So we've got the New Zealand tours booked um, in April. And I think they're looking at Australia and Singapore because I love Singapore. And High Five was pretty pretty massive over there. We used to tour there. So I thought, oh, I'd love to go back to Singapore. So yeah, no worries. So they're looking into that as well at the moment to um, to book a couple of venues. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But no, I love, I love doing cover gigs. It's fun, you know, especially sharing with friends or being like that but uh mm. yeah i never 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 gave up and i've never stopped even the last two years of lockdown you know obviously um financially it was it was was draining but you know i still sat down and i wrote the album so i guess that's still the creative process and still being in the industry um but um yeah i just keep yeah. doing what i do oh i love never, jazz never so if never. you've got anything in the pipeline oh, yeah. for that you let me know <laughs> yeah for sure no i love it yeah i do all the old school stuff you know, I've done the Sammy Davis and Frank Sinatra and, and uh, Bobby Darren and I've done all the old school Nat King Cole and um, I love all that kind of music. That that music's very dear to my heart because it was exposed to me from my parents, um, handed down from my grandparents as well. So I um yeah, I love Nat King Cole. Um I love I just love the timbers in his voice and the songs and the strings and those big mm-hmm. um those big orchestral songs. I um yeah, I it's just another part of me. So yeah, it's just look I, I think being an Australian entertainer you have to be diverse, Lozzy. You can't just go, I'm going to stick to doing that style. You just know what I mean? Pop. Yeah. Yeah, or just rock or just that, which is strange because that's the way that the industry kind of leads. Mm. Like even the radio stations are like, oh, we, they've got a primarily a pop station, primarily a rock station. But in America, they've got diverse stations. They've got so many different ones. Um, they cater for the end of the country and the rock and the pop and, and, and the mix and everything like that. So... Yeah, I mean, that's another thing that I'm doing for my son. Like, I'm exposing him to all the great music from Nat King Cole, right, Stevie Wonder, Richard Marks, John Farnham, you know. God, you know, I was watching an interview with him the other day with Ray Martin. It's just like, oh, my God, what a talent, you know. And you, don't, you just don't you just don't get exposed to these amazing artists anymore. You know, mm. this all sounds the same to me. Or just like, that sounds like a really old comment, doesn't it? This all sounds the same to me. It's just, it's, <laughs> that's not <it's> music. <laughs> that's not music. I know. But it's true, hey. Like, it's just, it is. I think. I think um, 
you get a hit on the station and they go, I think another producer goes, oh, we're going to write a song similar to that one with the same kind of production just so we can get in there. But it's just like, it feels like it's just a big gravy train of, um, you know, pop blarness. There you go. That's, mm. a new, that's, a new, that's a new sentence, pop blarness. So, yeah. It's true, though. It's kind of what you my album, it's not pop blarness. No. We're, we're going back to basics. We well, it's true, though. Music. You listen to, you know, the radio and it's like, that's all you hear is just the... <laughs> Pop blindness, as you said. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you listen to artists back, you know, even in the 90s and stuff. You're like, oh, that's that's this person. Oh, yeah, it's definitely that person. That's person. I go, is that this person? Or that sounds like that person. No, they sound exactly the same vocally mm-hmm. and production-wise and stuff. So I do. I feel sorry for um, a lot of the um, younger people growing up. You know, they're, um, if their parents don't expose them to everything musically or even everything in movies, you know, I'm a, big, I'm a massive movie buff. They don't expose them to them, they're not going to expand their minds. So. Yeah, absolutely. But you're doing it, so good job. <laughs> All right, well, see how we go. And I'm good luck I'm, with I'm the a... rest of it too. Yeah. Thanks, boss. I'm a rattler. I'll just keep talking. I'm a... No, no, no. I'm, I'm happy. That's why, uh, that's why I love having you on the show. You, you give us some real gold. But good luck with the rest of, you know, the album success. And please keep me up to date with the tour, all right? I definitely want to come oh, yeah. and check I you out will. when you do a show in Sydney. Because I yes. cannot believe for like the two, three years I've known you, I still haven't seen you live. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, it's sad. Like, I know, next time. It's on the to-do list show. though. Yeah, next yeah. year, April, May. Yeah. Keep me up to date, all right? Message me. But before we go, remind our audience where we can go follow you and also check out the album and probably buy tickets in the future. <laughs> sure. Um, well, everything's on my uh, website, nathanfoley.com. Um, but if you're on Spotify, my album's there. My album's called Hurricane. Um, you can go to Apple Music. Um, and if you do want to, like, I'm, I still love the hard copies of stuff. Like, I want vinyl records and CDs. I've, Me too. I've even got cassette tapes. How crazy is that? Wow. I know. No way. It's only because I've <laughs> What are they? <laughs> I know. I was, oh, what's, a, what's a cassette? Anyway, so if they really want, I do have CDs of my album Hurricane. If they do want to see that, they can go and order one and they can order merchandise. I've got t shirts as well off my uh, website, nathanfolly.com, if they want a hard copy of the album. And you're still in the, uh, you've still got a CD player in the car. This is the perfect car album. Just oh, definitely. No, the car uh, jam out album. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and sing along album. There's ones in there yeah. to sing along well, too and cry your heart out too as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show again, Nathan. Is there anything today that we didn't cover or talk about that you'd love to talk about? <laughs> no, I, th- I think we that's everything, you know. I just, um, for those out there that are, you know, still following and, and, um, appreciating my music thank you so much i really do appreciate it and um yeah it does not go unnoticed so i really do appreciate all your support after all these years oh and me too you know i'm, I'm here for you always a support just consider this your second home thank all right you. rave it up thank you loves <laughs> you're thank welcome you. let's keep in touch and uh hopefully have you on 2023 <laughs> yeah exactly maybe sooner hopefully we'll never know we'll see how we go who knows? You got another song coming out too, which we'll I do, on out, I do. and I'll make sure yeah. to share it on our Rave It Up Facebook page and everything too for you. Yeah, and our website. It. I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye, Nathan. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Just search for Rave It Up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and share it with your friends. 
and tell us what you loved the most and even let us know what you want to hear on this podcast. You can even check out the videos of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. And for more, visit our website, raveituptv.com. Now, before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you are loved and you are beautiful. Bye.